Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, if you are just waking up for our U.S. people. Um, hey, we are on another Fearless and Successful live talk show. And of course, I have another amazing guest with me that's going to be juicy and we are going to have really amazing conversation. So if you're catching the replay, Hashtag replay, and I will welcome my dear guest, Roshni Baronia. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me on this live. Thank you for joining me. How are you today? <laughs> oh, all good, all good. Uh, yeah, it's been a long day. So, on this side of my world, it is 11 30 in the night. So, yeah, when people are People were putting on night suits. I was putting on my makeup for this life. So yeah, it kind of feels funny, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> and I appreciate you so much for joining us from India, like, and yeah. being in this, um, you know, this time. I know it's super, you know, it's super, you know, juggly to actually to do this. I had once a person who woke up 4 a.m. to be on live stream yeah. with me. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you. Yeah. It's one of the adventures that come along with doing a global business. So yeah, <laughs> it's fun also. Yes, that's a mindset. That's a mindset. I love, love, love this. And let's just kick in and I'm going to introduce you and yes. then we can, you know, see where our conversation goes. So uh, Roshni Baronia, as I mentioned, she's from India. She's a mom as well. And she is a certified strategic sales expert and host of ACE, the sales podcast. She helps busy business owners break through their income ceiling without adding any new marketing tech team or stress to their lives she's an award-winning entrepreneur for 11 plus years she's an author and she's also a tedx speaker with is it 20 plus years of experience uh 20 plus years of experience uh, no 11 11 years of 11, experience in sales, 11 right? plus. Yeah. yes okay. 11 plus <laughs> Um, so tell me like how, one of the things that I want to ask, like, where were you before you actually start your, your experience, your, your journey where you are right now? Right. Yeah. So, so for that, uh, I have to take you back in time to, uh, 1995 when I was in 10th standard. And uh, that was a time when I wanted to go in and study, business and uh, I would take up commerce as my line of education to study. 
but uh, but you know in india we are very much academically focused and uh, there are only two streams that we have for us it is either maths and science uh, where you go on to become an engineer or you take bio and medical and you go on to become a doctor there were there were not many options back then and uh, so yeah that's what i also did because everyone around said oh what will you do studying business just uh, take a study and uh, safe direction in life and study science so i went and did that did that but uh, i always wanted to be an entrepreneur because my father is a serial entrepreneur and uh, under his influence looking at him i always wanted to be a business woman myself but of course uh, life happens other priorities take center stage family priorities take center stage and uh, i got married i had my baby baby so i couldn't pursue my dream and for 15 long years i was a entrepreneur and finally in 2009 it was a time when i realized that i am now 30 and my life is just going by in front of me i am not doing anything about the dream that i had of becoming a business woman so that's when i pushed myself out of uh, comfort zone to launch my first business which was an e-commerce portal and i was doing personalized products for kids at that point of time so yeah it was a dream world it was uh, something which was uh, where i was surrounded by beautiful things and beautiful <laughs> cartoon images making products for kids and it was a lovely time and i uh, learned to build a business from scratch to scale and it was like on ground mba that i was doing but i it was also a time when i was interacting a lot with other women entrepreneurs i was networking a lot i was going to meetups and forums and understanding how pe- other people are running that business and there was a common challenge that everyone was facing that how to grow a business as a solopreneur and that was a struggle that all the women entrepreneurs were facing and after 6 years of running my own business i was coming face to face with this big question as to how can i be a catalyst to their growth journey how can i help them in growing their business so that's when after 6 years of doing my own business i exited from a commercial led business to a purpose driven business i got into consulting and i intentionally chose to work with women in sales because that is one area which everyone was facing challenge with and uh, more than how to grow sales it was all about not l- liking selling so it was like you want to have sales but you don't like selling so that was a huge contradiction and i was very curious and intrigued by this contradiction so i researched a lot i worked with a lot of mentors i went ahead and uh, get my certification and uh, so finally in 2016 i launched my consulting where i work with startups and organizations uh, or in strategic planning and sales advisory and uh, since the past one and a half years i've moved one to one working with women entrepreneurs into coaching as well so so yeah that's the work i'm doing and that's where i am now so amazing and i want to go back to when you said like you know how it is to run a business as solo or uh, solo entrepreneur and i think we all 
find ourselves where this role is very overwhelming um and it can be like not just lonely because you don't have anyone to now we have like you know we can bounce off ideas through different platforms different different circles networks and all this good stuff but it's still when you are making a decision still like i'm alone in this decision making process um because I need to take responsibility as an as a, as a CEO. Tell me, what is the biggest struggle of women entrepreneurs when they are starting their business? They are alone. Um, where are they spending their time the most, and how they need to shift? Yes, thank you so much for this question. So I think uh, that is uh, one thing is what you just now mentioned: taking decisions. So. Uh, because when you are running a business, you have to make decision every single day, from hiring to firing to who, where to spend, where to invest, what are the expenses, what are the costs for you, how to price your product or service, what kind of a content strategy you should have, whether I should launch my podcast or I should do a video <laughs> YouTube channel. So every day you are just add with so many questions and you have to arrive at decisions every single day so developing a mechanism which helps you to arrive at decisions faster and in a more logical and calculated way so that is a system that we one needs to develop and uh, for me like I uh, work around thinking by my three brains which research has also proved that it, it is the head, heart and gut that we uh, think with. So, so I do listen to my gut, to my intuition, to what my heart says, even while making business decisions. So it's not always analytical and logical questions. So yes, I admit that, but it's many a times emotional and uh, gut driven uh, decisions as well. And they have proved right. So so I do go about that. And secondly, of course, data helps. This is one mistake which I have done also in the past. And I see many entrepreneurs do that also because they have the fear of numbers and the fear of that they are not able to read or make sense of that data. And that's why they don't look at it. But I think in today's world, in a, in a place where we are mostly doing digital businesses, at least... 70 to 80 percent of our businesses are in some way or the other leveraging technology and digital. We have enough tools and very easy to use tools to show us that data. So just make uh, a sense and uh, just make it a point to just look at those numbers and open your uh, analytics to see what is happening. And it will give a great sense of where your business is going, where it is headed to, and you will be able to make better decisions because your data is supporting whatever you are feeling. You're probably that is saying, and it is supported by the data. So, so yeah, that is decision-making is one thing which is hugely challenging for women, especially when they are starting out. And another is be confident about your decisions. I know for first-time business owners, it's a, bit, it's a little bit tough to take independent decisions and they tend to go back to their husbands or father or some male figure around to take and seek that validation 
about making business decisions even if they are not a part of your business still you go back to take that validation i understand that as a first time entrepreneur uh, it it uh, just helps to take that but but it is also something i w- want to convey to the people who is who are watching this that uh, just have this in your mind that after all it is your business you are the ceo and you should be the only decision maker in the business you should have the ability to then bear the consequences of it not every time every decision will be right and when it goes wrong you have the ability and the competence to get it right and set it right and you always have second chances it's a learning lesson every time so so yeah those were my inputs yeah this is so beautiful i think you know just the part of decision making and um i think this is also a beautiful perspective just to run through a a male figure that's interesting yeah. perspective because i think that you know we men i don't know how it is with you but you mentioned you you listen to your gut i knew for a long time or knew i believe that intuition is not available to me for some reason i just knew that my mom was always this you know she had this sixth sense she always knew uh-huh. that something is wrong and i knew that this is like is this a mom thing but once once i became a mom i never had this you know i didn't feel when my kids you know felt sad or even in business you know i never felt that intuition is available to me I always said like what is wrong with me I'm so masculine um and it was just I I realized that that's a skill that I needed to train as any other skill and last year I actually got taught by some of amazing people at Mind Valley how to use my intuition and use it in a most beautiful way to leverage my business and and you know and it is now one of my biggest skills in business um but wow. when we're thinking about men you know men they're so singularly focused i think this is this is yes. one of the things that i love about men like they're so like okay this this is it this is the fact just lay lay down like this is it this is plain and simple you know don't over yes. complicate don't put your emotions into the game just get get it done and i think that i have been operating until until 2020 by very much male and masculine energy which got me to a point where yeah i was burned out a lot yes. but also i got really i got a lot stuff done a lot of stuff done that i don't recommend you know women especially moms with small kids to do that was just me um but i love the fact that you said you know run this with with someone who has this you know uh mind and straight singular focus <laughs> that was beautiful yeah um yeah. i want to go back to where you said, so this intuition and also like i want to know how do you see that intuition what role plays when it comes to sales process um and you said we need to track numbers what part of our business um has to do with sales for every part but which numbers we need to track when it comes to our sales and knowing these metrics and intuition right. how do we be like okay so these are the numbers but how do we also combine both of these right right 
Yeah, interesting question and interesting perspective. So uh, when we talk about uh, intuition, I I have experienced intuition as uh, the feeling it gives uh, me inside my body. So so when I feel that uh, that restlessness. in my probably the heart area or the stomach area where i feel that it is not right and th- that is the body body response the other response is when i start procrastinating and i'm not taking action logically my brain is saying that this is something which i need to do today but i'm just not able to get on to work on that particular thing that is when my intuition is saying that uh, you need to first look into it deeply what is it that is not fitting in well with you why you are procrastinating it what part of it is not very clear why are you so uncertain about it what needs to happen more so that you are 100% committed and clear with what is going to happen next so that commitment level doesn't come 100% till the time my intuition my gut says that yes i am going forward with it full on so so that's what happens how the intuition plays uh, its role at least with me and now uh, how does it translate into a sales or the sales process talking about the sales process first Now, sales process is a long drawn, of course, process where step by step you are doing multiple things, from uh, from identifying who your ideal client is to how you are going to talk to them, how you are going to engage with them, how you are going to invite them into working with you, and then serving you. So there are different stages to the sales process. How intuition uh, plays into this aspect is when you are Hundred percent true and authentic in each of that step. You are not trying to push yourself into becoming someone whom you are not. So there is a very thin line I understand between pushing yourself out of comfort zone and being authentic with yourself. I'm not saying don't push yourself beyond comfort zone because your growth lies out of comfort zone, but stay true to who you are. stay authentic in your communication in the content in the messaging in how your service is to your clients how you intend to show up and serve your clients so be authentic there so that's when intuition plays a part in your sales process because the moment you try to do something which is not authentic you will not be able to take action into it and that's where the aspect of uh, this uh, a bit of sales mindset also comes in where uh, whereas women we feel that sales is something which we do not like or we are not comfortable with or it is only for people who are talkative or extroverts i am an introvert so i cannot do it so these are all mindset uh, and beliefs and limiting beliefs that you are holding around yourself that has got nothing to do with your authenticity your authentic self is always ready to show up and serve your clients and at every step of your sales process just try to be that person just follow your gut 
and follow your intuition, your heart in doing that, and you will be just fine. How does this now translate into the metrics and the numbers? Of course, when we are doing a business, when we are talking about sales specifically, we need to look at the numbers. Every business uh, actually will have different kind of metrics that need they need to follow. An online business needs to track very different metrics. They really need to focus on the social media and the number of leads being generated. If they are doing FB ads, Facebook ads, then how many leads are generating cost for acquisition costs there. So an online business will need to follow those kind of metrics. For someone who is not having an online business or suppose they are a coach or a consultant who are having a, a service-based business and they are one-to-one -one working with uh, their clients or have group programs, then they have to follow metrics of how many discovery calls they are uh, booking this uh, week or this month. Or if they are following the launch strategies, so how many people are signing up, then what is the conversion ratio from that uh, webinar to the calls? Then from the calls, how many people signed up? If I have to follow up with my prospects, how many times I am following up? At what number they are converting? So these are the kind of metrics that one needs to be cognizant about, but it's all very uh, tailored to uh, the kind of business you are running and which directly impact your sales conversion. You do not have to follow vanity metrics. If suppose you are not getting clients through, for example, your uh, emails or newsletters. Your emails and newsletters are just a means to keep your audience engaged or just share information or you are just sharing your podcast release or latest podcast release with your audience. You are not actually sending out sales emails or sales newsletters to them. Then no point following the metrics of uh, emails of open rates and click-through rates. So whatever strategy you have in your business, whatever your sales channel is, your funnel is, depending on that, you need to follow your metrics. But yes, do follow your metrics because that will give an exact picture of what is working and what is not working. And whatever is working, you have to double down on that. And that's why the numbers are important. I I love this approach of like really knowing, following um, the numbers and knowing what what works. Because if you don't know your number, you don't actually, you know, you don't know what's going on in your business. And it's so easy. Exactly. I get this a lot. Like, but I'm not doing any sales. Um, I'm not selling anything. Well, let's go back. Like, what is your sales process? Like with what you mentioned, do we, are we booking calls? Are we like having launch strategies? And I think it's so crazy to blame. Like, uh, I'm not, this doesn't work. I'm not meant to do this. Um, it's not like really like reverse engineering and seeing what is the process that I have to actually go from, okay, this is a connection. Now we connect. To actually uh, creating a, a, a you know a money or converting them into a client, 
that process needs to be so streamlined that people like who are not they're just starting out they sometimes they feel like oh i'm just gonna put a sales post and everyone will will buy yeah. this is not <laughs> how it works right um and i want to go back to what you said you know having that mindset and we women tend to have this you know you know let's let's put strategy you know <laughs> like on a side and think about on hold, yes. I'm a woman I know okay a strategy I have everything you know I have processes I have systems but something is holding me back I have this uh, I'm just cringing when I need to sell something I don't feel good about it you said you know your authentic self will always say but how do I know what is authentic and how if I feel that I'm not on an energetic level to sell how do I actually step into that frequency that's gonna allow me to to charge what I what I'm worth and 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 this is the quote that I actually read today your frequency is your currency so how do we step into the frequency of getting paid of what we are worth awesome that's a lovely quote <laughs> so yes, yeah it's good uh, yeah <laughs> so, and yes, i want uh, to just shout out to carolina to bella and to sarah who are with us and are commenting hi hi lovely hey, ladies hi. it's so so good to have you here um this is a, a woman talk so ladies you are in for a treat <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely so yes like you mentioned that uh, the mindset piece is a huge part of the entire sales process or whatever you be are doing in our business in and in sales so how it plays out is that uh, like when you said that uh, let's keep strategy on hold actually it will stay on hold and will not get implemented when you are not having the right mindset in place you will not be able to take action no matter how beautiful strategy you design you will not be able to take action it on it or implement it because the mindset and the limiting beliefs is stopping you from taking action now what this mindset exactly is this mindset which makes us feel that uh, sales is a dirty word it is something meant for other people out there not for me it is for talkative and extrovert people but not for me and if i try to sell or ask people for money in exchange of my product program or service it is something which is very selfish of me to do so things like these arise in our mind and we try to avoid and hide from selling now why we are in the first place doing it because of all the wrong ways that we have been sold to the wrong experiences of uh, selling that we have had in our lives and to add to that the masculine image of a sales person that we've always have from ages and as women we do not relate to that masculine image so we feel that if a sales person is someone like that a pushy car salesman who is a man if that is what says i am not up for it <laughs> so so it hinders us from taking the action but but here's something which i want to say to everyone out there who is feeling that way that sales is nothing but a vehicle for you to take your solution 
to solve your client's problem how you design that vehicle is totally up to you if you want to drive a tesla you can make it that if you want to make it a bicycle and make it an uphill task <laughs> riding the bicycle it's up to you the more you hate sales the more it will feel like an uphill task where you are driving the cycle on a mountain upway it's not going to work and when you start embracing selling when you start seeing sales as the vehicle which is taking you to your destination it is allowing you to help other people it is allowing you to serve other people take your purpose driven mission to more number of people that's when you will be able to sit in it very comfortably and drive it at a, at 100 miles per hour speed and just take ahead your business because because selling is serving it is an opportunity for you to just just get your business solution out there there's no other way and you are the best person to do that no one else because as small business owners as people who are mostly doing our businesses under our personal brand and our identities are so much intertwined with the businesses that we do that uh, it is it is difficult for anyone else to step into our shoes and do the sales for us it is us who are at least leading the front end the front face of the business is the business owner herself and uh, you have to wear the seller hat every time in your business so so it's the most beautiful thing and uh, and uh, justified thing that you will be able to do if you are able to make friends with selling and for that the mindset you need to shift is that uh, that sales is nothing dirty it is not it is not a statement that any guru has given it is it can totally be done in the way you feel comfortable with if you want to just have want to have a heart to heart conversation with your client do that if you just want to educate them and tell them more about uh, your programs as 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 an educator do that hmm. whatever feels comfortable for you you want to meet people network with them and then bring them as clients do that you want to do webinar launches and then invite them to work with you do that whatever feels comfortable design your strategy according to that do not mm-hmm. do something which doesn't come authentically to you i just love that you this is so so beautiful and and you know, we have an amazing um chat here going i want to that yeah 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 agree i love se- selling a biker lina see you later thank you so much for joining us but it's really important to realize what you said selling is a service it's not you're serving your people and if yeah. people don't know about you what you do you are actually making them a disservice and we say like we help people but if you don't sell you actually hurt them because they don't know how, what you yeah. sell right exactly. and i think that i i was trying to strip down where where actually women and where we as human actually got this hate like not just hate but this 
a nauseous feeling about sales. And it's not just by, by being bullied on the phone by, by sales conversations or whatever, you know, I think it's just that we are, when we are stepping into this role of online educators, online consultants, online coaches, online experts, we are so used from our traditional schooling, at least how I know, to have scripts, to have templates, to have structures, to have something that will be of a help. And we are always trying to get that help, especially in our sales conversations. And that's where we lose our authentic voice because we are so much, we need to have a, a, a clutch, right? <laughs> you know, we need to have something that will help us to sell. You don't need any help with sales. This is what we do, especially moms. We do this on, on a regular basis to get our people like little humanoids to eat broccoli or to dress up because it's too yeah. late. We are using the, the you know persuasion and negotiation every single day. This is not a new tool for us as moms. This is like something that was always available and natural to us. It's just a conversation to invite people to see um, what it is that I have and how can we make an exchange. It's just an energy exchange, nothing else. Don't make it a big exactly. deal. <laughs> exactly. And as women, like you rightly pointed out, and as women, we are gifted with some super wow powers which you can very easily leverage in selling. Like women are great at building rapport. If you hear to any sales guru out there, they will tell you about rapport building. You don't have to go out and learn rapport building. Women are great at doing that. Just look at the amount of communities we have built across the world. And women are leading the forefront in, uh, like leading it by the forefront. So just leverage your skills in that. Women are so intuitive without even the client saying things you are able to perceive their verbal and non-verbal actions. They are so perceptive to body language. They are so perceptive to emotions that other person is going. So leverage these skills and leverage these superpowers in your selling and you will be just fine. You don't have to make it so complicated. Selling is not that complicated. No, and I think it's more of, of that what how, how we were taught to do uh, a certain thing and also what new age online world looks like we are spammed every single day and I think it's also like some some people think to be like oh my god this is gross I don't want to be like that that's why you need to be a change right if someone yeah. me like I'm gonna make sure that those people get called out and I'm gonna make sure that I'm not that person and I'm gonna make sure that I know that you know this is not acceptable and teach my people that that's not acceptable spamming people in 21st century that's so old school so don't do that please <laughs> true 100% with you on that <laughs> because it's still like you know people why I I think LinkedIn, you're probably on LinkedIn and we're going to, you know, share where, where people can connect with you. And I think LinkedIn is such a beautiful place for us, you know, to to network with amazing entrepreneurs and amazing business owners and amazing people who are changing the world. But I just feel that every time I'm in 
on LinkedIn, I get a message that without building rapport first, like yeah. I have this webinar, join me for, the, yeah, I don't want to join you for your webinar, who you are, who are you, like seriously, <laughs> did we met, like, you know, and it's just so no connection, no, I'm a human, I'm not this account, for God's sake, you know, um, can you spend at least five minutes just to checking in how I feel and what I need? Um, before you go into that invitation um, and, and it's like on a long run connections and relationships are the are the business right exactly exactly and I think uh, why people are missing out on this uh, connection element is because they are on too much of a fast track or they are somehow running some rat race where they want to be ahead of something or someone. I don't know why and what. But I, but we need to understand that, yes, relationship building takes time. It, you have to give that much of time to nurture new relationships at least. And that's why uh, in sales especially, we say that uh, whenever you are working with a particular prospect or you are just outreaching and it can take um, from a minimum to three months to maximum to god knows what because people come back after one year two year to work with you and saying that uh, hey i saw you there and i like your work but i couldn't afford your program then but now i can so i want to work with you uh, so you never uh, know when they will come back but give that time true. in the meantime keep building that relationship, keep nurturing, keep creating value. And that's why you need to have that uh, a very strong sales pipeline built for you in your uh, business as well. Uh, like we were saying, uh, talking earlier about the sales process, the sales pipeline is something which you definitely need to have in your business, which because it gives you confidence and momentum. It doesn't push you to that desperation of uh, that oh i'm what i'm going to do tomorrow how will the money come in where, where and that's what creates that desperation and that's why people just rush into closing a sale so soon trying to close a sale so close uh, sale so soon without building that connection yeah uh, i love this and I, and I think it's just have i think that always when you try to start up a business or do a new thing think of it as a long run it's not a sprint it's a marathon um we are especially in this niche in this industry where we are changing people's lives their lives matter and it's really important that you build that, you know, trust before you go into, I'm going to sell you something. And Sarah made a beautiful point. Digital illusion is that everything happens through the night. Nothing happens over the night. Like, yeah. and I, and I, and, um, I was listening to a podcast with, with an amazing, you know, person. And he said, Overnight success is 10 years in the making. It's and if you're not like, guys, I need to spill the tea. Like if you're not here for 10 years, like you are cutting yourself short because people who are doing this for the long run, for the long game, 
they are the one who are consistent, persistent, and they are the one who win the game. Absolutely. Persistent space. Yes. Yeah, this was great. Oh, I lost her. <laughs> um, she'll probably come back, but this was really, really interesting conversation. Um, thank you, everyone who was like, you know, just participating and having this juicy, juicy, juicy conversation. But building relationship takes time. Yes, yes, for sure, Sarah. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna invite you to actually check in, uh, Roshni, because she is at that. TEDx speaker, she's an author, and she really gave me, you know, this amazing um, resource to share with you. And I would love, love, love to um, really invite you to check Roshni's podcast. Uh, her podcast is, um, gosh, she's back. Her podcast is uh, called uh, Ace the Sales Podcast. So you can really listen to what this lady has to say. Um, and I'm just, you know, sharing your podcast. And I think it's really, really just to keep that conversation and keep that connection uh, with you. Um, what are some of other, you know, platforms and contacts that you want people to, to you know, to connect with you? Oh, thank you so much. And sorry about that. Internet plays a havoc sometimes in my world. So yeah, sorry about that. The yeah. dropping off. But uh, yeah, the best place to uh, find me is Instagram. That's where I am most active socially. Otherwise, my website that is RoshniBaronia.com. And like you mentioned, the best place again is to find on this very mobile app where you are listening the podcast and. Uh, you can catch me on Ace of Hills anywhere, um, streaming live anywhere on the podcast listening apps. So awesome. And you also uh, wanted to share um, your book, right? An ebook. Um, so tell us a little bit about your ebook. What yeah. can they expect from that? Yes. Yeah, so the ebook is all about the mindset piece that we were discussing. So it has. Uh, like of the superpowers that we were talking about, the limiting beliefs, seven limiting beliefs that women need to come up, uh, overcome. And um, also the journey that women have traveled in the sales sphere. Uh, and also the five-step framework on how to revolutionize your sales mindset. So mm. that is something which they can get through this ebook. It's a free PDF download that I have given at the link roshnibaronia.com slash e hyphen book which of course we will share with your listeners so yeah awesome 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 thank you so much and um yeah i think what was there anything that i forgot to ask you that you would love to share <laughs> no uh, i i think you you are a perfect host and uh, you beautifully curated the conversation and taken it to a place where it brings out most value for the listeners. And uh, yeah, I just want to say to people that, uh, that if you are very focused on the purpose that your business has, then just have this willingness to do whatever it takes to make it a success. And if making friends with selling is one of it, do that. It's not that difficult. Yay! Uh, we have this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book club where we talk about money mindset and we are reading Jen Sincero, uh, You're a Badass at Making Money. 
at this point and we actually had this you know make one of the exercises to make uh, a money letter to a letter to money it was actually like how you create relationship with money is actually how you create your relationship with anyone you know with your partner and it's really like having that love relationship with sales and you said like make it a friend your sales is your friend and i'm gonna adopt that mindset and i think it's so so beautiful it Thing. and also the one thing that I got from you is really to you know have this both to include both of of this thinking gut thinking and mind thinking into your your process have both um not just because we are both emo emotional and logical human beings right so don't exclude anything you are the whole um uh, so that was also very very interesting so i would love invite to invite our thank you so much fearless soul for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode i know your time is the most valuable asset so i don't take this lightly as a sign of appreciation i would love to give you free access to my 21 day mindset mastery and business strategy program all you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in eg stories until next time dreamer Mwah.